Sometimes you just need a little encouragement. Am I right? Look, I get it. Life is messy and there are so many things that can keep us feeling stuck or overwhelmed in our everyday life. I want you to know that you're not doing this alone. So, welcome to Chasing Wonderment. This is a podcast designed to help you get unstuck, learn how to shift your mindset, and get some encouragement from your internet bestie. That's me. Okay, you ready? Let's start Chasing Wonderment. Hello, friends. We are in the middle of summer. Oh my gosh. How's your summer been going? Mine has been really good and busy and crazy and exciting, just the way that I love it. But there's also been a piece of this summer that I've really been diving into for this year. And man, has it been challenging and rewarding and difficult and honestly kind of exciting too. It's exciting to see progress in my own life. So that's what we're talking about today. And I'm just letting you know, I'm still working on this. Like, I am probably not as far ahead as some people, but I think it's really good to talk about. So here's the topic for today. Drum roll, please. We are talking about embracing consistency in the summer. So the reason I want to talk about this is because often summer is a time when, like, our normal, we're going to put that in air quotes, gets, like, shoved out the window, right? It's the schedules have upside are upside down. The kids are home. Whether you homeschool or not, it's different, right? It can often have a lot of different um, things that happen in the summer. Your teacher friends are out of school. If you are a teacher, you're out of school. Life changes. Um, work schedules can shift. There's things to do. There's places to go. There's vacations to be had. All kinds of things often are very different in the summer. And so I've found that there are two kinds of people that I typically work with. One is the people that enjoy the changes. I am right there with you if you are one of the people that enjoy the changes. We love the change. We love the freedom of having no schedule. Um, It's just very freeing. It feels like a good time the whole summer long. The problem with being someone who loves the changes and loves the lack of schedule and routine is that we really struggle to keep up with the things that are important. The things that we really truly want to keep up with, but we're just too busy having fun. And so we put it off and we put it off and we put it off and you can tell I'm speaking from experience, right? (laughs) Okay, then there are the other folks in the camp who really don't enjoy the changes that much. Um, They struggle to keep up because of all the shifts, because they feel like everything has kind of been upended, but there's not much that they can do about it because, you know, kids are home and you're not doing school or um, just your normal routines. Everybody wants to hang out. It can be really overwhelming if you're an introvert or if you struggle with people pleasing. Um, And because of that, you're really torn between wanting that consistency and also not being able to get it to the level that you want just because of the nature of the season, right? Okay, so today I want to talk about how to embrace consistency whether you are on either side of the fence. So the first thing that we're going to chat about is, of course, I can't not talk about this. We talk, we've talked about this a lot lately. <laughs> it's your priorities. Figure out your priorities. Listen to me. You get to decide 
what matters most to you. You get to decide whether you are going to prioritize reorganizing your entire house this summer or going out, having fun with friends, and just keeping up with the basics, right? And so you get to decide what those basics are. I mean, you probably need clothes and like dishes and food and you know, stuff like that. But is scrubbing all the baseboards and the windows really in the basics? Like, or are you adding extra pressure to yourself during a season when there's already enough going on that you don't need to be doing that to yourself? So really sit down and decide what are your priorities for the summer? Like, what does that look like? Does it look like making space for friends and family? If that's the case, then what things are you beating yourself up over or feeling guilty that you're not doing that you actually might just need to set aside for a season? Because you can always pick them back up. You can always make time for them later. But figure out what matters to you and you get to decide. You get to decide. So go ahead, take a moment, pause the podcast, grab a pen and paper, open a note in your phone, and really think about the things that matter the most to you for this summer season. What do they look like? Who do you want to spend time with? How do you want to use your time? And then what are the things that like are your absolute must-dos? You know, like the household priorities, Um, Are you prioritizing home-cooked meals or are you prioritizing ease and simplicity? If you're prioritizing ease and simplicity, then you are probably going to be buying some microwaved foods or like eating out more or maybe HelloFresh is an option, you know, some kind of meal kit that you can can have delivered so you don't have to stress about going to the grocery store. Maybe that's not in your budget, but you still need something simple. Y'all, macaroni and cheese is like 99 cents. And it's okay to eat macaroni and cheese during the summer, okay? Permission granted. You didn't need it, but I'm giving it to you anyway. (laughs) You get to decide what you want to prioritize. It's on you. So take a minute and really think about it. Okay, number two, you also get to decide what you want your consistency this summer to feel like. Now, hear me out on this one. When you are waking up and you're thinking about all the things that you really should be doing and you're feeling stressed because everybody wants to hang out or you've already got plans and the house is a disaster, that's really stressful, right? If you go into the summer or walk through the summer feeling like you're failing, feeling like you're behind, feeling like you're not doing everything you should be doing, we're going to put that in air quotes, should be. Um, then your brain is going to look for ways to back up the things you're believing about summer. So it's going to look for ways that it's miserable. If you believe that summer is hot and awful and everything's terrible and the house falls apart and the kids make giant messes, then guess what? All your brain is going to notice is the giant messes the kids make, how hot and sticky you are, how the next time you wash dishes it makes you sweaty because the water's hot and now you're sweaty and you're sticky and it's hot outside and it's miserable, right? Your brain is going to notice every miserable thing that you are believing that summer is. Now, disclaimer, I'm not trying to make it sound like you can just be a Pollyanna and be happy all the time. There are always going to be bad days. There are always going to be feelings that we need to work through, emotions, seasons of life that are harder and more difficult or uncomfortable, right? So I'm not saying that you can just like wish it all away and pretend it doesn't exist. But what I am saying is that what you focus on is what your brain focuses on. So 
you get to decide right now what you want consistency to feel like. If you wake up in the morning and you think, oh, I have to wash dishes, I have to do this, I have to do that, it's awful, it's hot, it's miserable, that's exactly what you're going to get because your brain is going to focus on the fact that it's hot and it's miserable and it's awful. If you wake up in the morning and you decide today the chores to keep our home running simply are going to be easy. It's going to be easy today. And you look for simple ways to make it easier. Like not obsessing over the clothes being folded the perfect way. Like giving your kids their laundry and not caring if they stuff it in the drawers. Like simplifying your dish load so that you eat on paper plates so that you have less dishes to wash. You, you can do that. I think we all know that. But sometimes we forget, right? We put so much on ourselves and we make it harder than it really needs to be. So deciding what you want that consistency to feel like. You've already figured out what matters. Obviously, probably the basics. You know, if, if we're not trying to have a crazy girl summer, <laughs> we want a simple, easy, wonderful summer, right? So you get to decide that the, th the simple things that you are going to keep up with are going to be easy or they're going to be peaceful or they're going to feel joyful or they're going to feel whatever kind of way you want to feel, right? You actually get to decide that beforehand. You can decide that today. And the more you decide that, the easier it gets for your brain to look for ways that it is that way. I did this a few years ago. I really worked on this mindset, particularly around my dishes because we wash everything by hand. We don't have a dishwasher. And I have always loved washing dishes, but having kids and a family and cooking a lot just means there's a lot of dishes, right? And so I started noticing this lie that I was telling myself that dishes were hard. I would walk in the room, see the pile, and I'd be like, oh, it's gonna take forever. Well, guess what happened? Because I believed it was going to take forever, I would put them off and then we would make more and then it actually did basically take forever to get through the mountain of dishes because I would put it off until it took forever to finish them all, right? So I was, it was a self-fulfilling prophecy. I was telling myself it was gonna take forever and then putting it off because I was dreading it and then it, it actually did take a very long time. So what I started doing was timing myself on the dishes and I would look at the pile and I'd be like, let's see how much I can get done in 10 minutes. Guess what? I would almost always be able to get a massive amount done. The more I did it, the easier I got. I started telling myself, this is gonna be easy. It's not gonna take that long. And I'd look at the clock and I'd look at the dish pile and I'd think, I think I can knock this out in eight minutes or 12 minutes or whatever. And I would, I would time myself. It did not take long for me to be able to walk into the kitchen and think, oh, it's gonna be easy to wash these dishes. And guess what happened? Again, self-fulfilling prophecy. When you believe it's easy, when I started realizing this is actually easy, every time I walked in the dish in the kitchen, the dish pile was small. So it like was easy because it doesn't actually take that long. So I would rinse them all real quick and wash them off and then I had no dishes. And the next time I walked in, I was like, oh, this isn't gonna take that long. And and I it wouldn't because I only had a few dishes, not two days worth piled in the kitchen sink. So the things that we believe about our lives, about the things that we have to do in our lives 
are very, very, very important. See, often we get it backwards. We think our mindset works like this. We think that our feelings happen and then that creates our thoughts. So I wake up in a bad mood. Then all of my thoughts are, oh, I'm in a bad mood. So that creates the actions that will lead to you continuing to be in a bad mood because everything's awful, blah, blah, blah. What actually happens before you woke up in a bad mood, somewhere you had a thought in your subconscious that created you, created an emotion that was a bad mood. So maybe it was the night before and you went to bed dreading the next day because you knew you had a mountain of work to do. So you're going to bed going, oh, tomorrow's going to be horrible. I don't want to do it. I don't, I don't want it. I just want to go have fun or I just want to, you know, ignore it. I want to ignore the world. I want to pretend it doesn't exist. I want to have friends over or I want to go somewhere. I want to get out. So you go to bed thinking these thoughts and you wake up the next morning. Those thoughts are what created your feelings. Our thoughts create our emotions. It does not work the other way around, although it feels like it sometimes. <laughs> But it doesn't. Your thoughts create your emotions. So if you can change the things that you think, if you can decide, you think ahead of time, what do I want this consistency this summer to feel like? What do I want it to feel like? Do I want it to feel peaceful? Do I want it to feel fun and and, and enjoyable if I can? Do I want it to feel um, like a walk in the park? Do I want it to feel easy? How do you want it to feel? And then start looking for ways that it is that already. Maybe it's fun because you fold laundry while watching your favorite Netflix show. Maybe it's peaceful because you put on some relaxing music and light a candle while you wash the dishes. It, it can actually be that easy. But sometimes we just have to get through that hurdle in our mind first. Like it's just that big mountain that you have to climb over. And once you get over it, you're like, oh, that was literally just a molehill. <laughs> But sometimes it doesn't feel like that, right? Because you're on the other side of it and all you can see is how hard it's going to be. So what thoughts do you want to have about consistency? What's important to you? And what do you want that consistency to feel like? You get to choose your feelings now. And you choose your feelings by deciding that you're going to feel or going to think about it in a certain way. And if you need help with that, Oh my gosh, I would love to chat with you. I have wonder sessions available. You can head to chasingwondermint.com forward slash wonder session. The link will be in the show notes below this podcast episode. Um, but I offer free sessions and I absolutely love sitting down with someone new and getting to help them shift their mindset. It brings me so much joy. Okay, the next thing that I want to share is I want you to be realistic <laughs> and I'm going to share two stories to kind of explain, hopefully explain what I'm trying to say here. First of all, um, at the beginning of this year, I was really, really feeling a tug towards consistency. It is something that I have struggled with for years and while I may never become a master of it, I want to learn how to master some of it at least. And so typically what I do when I do goal setting and when I teach goal setting to clients is that I will ask myself and have them ask themselves, how am I going to feel when I hit the end of this goal? Like, what is it going to feel like? And I was writing down all of these things that I wanted to gain consistency in because I know that the consistency in those areas will free up my time for other things, right? So I know that it's important. 
And I was sitting there thinking, how's it going to feel? How am I going to feel when I hit the end of these goals with consistency? And I realized in a very unexciting way that it's going to feel boring. <laughs> like straight up, it's going to, it's going to feel a little boring. <laughs> and I sat with that for a minute because that's hard for me. I don't love feeling bored, but I also know that on the other side of boredom is like a whole new level of creativity and freedom. Because when you get to the point where certain things in your life are no longer things you have to stress over, now your brain actually has capacity to think about other things, more exciting things, more joyful things, more creative things, more everything, right? So there is so much more on the other side of creating consistency, finding habits, um, learning how to do things, whether you like it or not, whether you feel like it or not, whether you want to or not. And so I really gave myself some time to just sit with that and to kind of let it sink in that when I hit the end of this goal, the end of, um, and I don't know if I'll ever hit the end of consistency, but, um, but the idea is that at some point, these things will kind of be on lock in my life. That's, that's the goal anyway, right? Um, and I won't have to think about it. I won't have to feel like, oh my gosh, I'm missing something, or I forgot to do that, or oh great, I didn't do, you know, X, Y, or Z, now I have to catch up, and um, once you hit that point, once I hit that point, I'm going to feel a little bored. And I just sat with it for a while and I thought, you know what? Realistically, I'm okay with that. And I decided that the feeling of boredom is not the end of the world and that it's actually my goal this year. My goal with my consistency and seeing habits form and building those areas of my life that I struggle with, my goal is actually boredom. And the beautiful thing about that, I told my husband that and he was like, that just sounds terrible. <laughs> and I was like, no, but the beautiful thing about that is now that I understand, now that I'm being realistic about how it's going to feel, when I start to feel bored, I'm no longer trying to like run in the opposite direction, right? I'm no longer trying to be like, oh, I feel bored. I need to go find something to do. I'm like, I'm heading in the right direction. This is exactly where I need to be. I need to keep going and also keep seeking joy because I'm not talking about like my whole life feels boring and I'm miserable. I'm talking about doing these certain things every single day feels really boring, <laughs> But that is exactly where I need to be in order to free up my brain in the long run to do the work that I really want to do, to do what I'm really super passionate about, right? That for me is where the rubber meets the road, is accepting that boring is okay and that boring is the goal because on the other side is freedom and creativity and brain capacity and fun and wonder and joy and delight. Right? Okay. Along the same lines of just being realistic about what you're okay with doing and what you're not, what you're willing to sacrifice is being willing to decide what you're willing to let go of. So recently I was doing some goal setting work and um, I found this like journaling prompt that was like, if you reach this goal, what will you have to sacrifice to get there? 
And I was like, ooh, that's a really good question. So I kind of answered like, you know, if I reach this goal, it's going to mean me turning off the TV sometimes because your girl likes a good Netflix binge. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> um, so it would mean me turning off the TV. And then I asked myself, am I willing to do that? Honestly, like being realistic with myself, am I willing to turn off the TV sometimes to record a podcast episode? I had to ask myself that today while I'm recording or before I recorded. So being really honest with yourself about what you're willing to do and what you're willing to not, what you're not willing to do is a really good place to be in. I was recently speaking to a client who was really struggling with her weekend and she was like, I want to get so much done, but I also just really want to relax because I'm working all week and I want to take the weekend off. And I kind of asked her, I was like, why does it have to be either or? And we both kind of chatted it out for a little while and I was like, this is a good place to be in because you can decide how much you're willing to work on your weekend. Like, you get to decide, are you willing to give up an entire day to do the work that you want to do, or are you willing to give up an hour? Because either is perfectly okay. You just have to decide, because what ends up happening is we don't get really honest with ourselves. We don't get realistic about what that time constraint would look like, or what that would do to our quality of life, or the things that bring us joy. And we don't get honest about whether we're willing to give that up or not. And when you don't do that, when you're not sitting down and thinking, okay, you know, this is really what I want. I really want this. I want this more than anything. Am I willing to let go of X, Y, or Z in order to get that? Is it worth it? If it's not worth it, then you probably don't want it that bad. Or you don't want it as fast. Maybe you're willing to give up X, but not Y and Z. And hey, guess what? That's okay. (laughs) But you need to be honest about it so that that gives you a better idea of your plan moving forward. So what we discovered is that she was willing to do a little bit of work on the weekends and she felt really comfortable with about an hour. And I was like, hey, guess what? You put an hour in towards these things that really matter to you and then you have the rest of the day to do whatever you want. But at the end of the weekend, you have put in more time than you would have if you just sat there stressing over not getting anything done, but also not feeling like it. Because that takes up so much brain power and energy and it steals your joy. Because often, if we're not being honest and realistic, we get in this all or nothing state, right? It's like, I have to go all the way or I'm just not going to do anything at all. And then you feel guilty and you feel ashamed that you haven't gotten up and you beat yourself up and you tell yourself you're lazy or you kill yourself, you go hog wild towards the goal and you end up feeling awful and tired and exhausted and like you didn't have the weekend that you wanted. So it's either one of those extremes are not a good place to be in. So if you get honest with yourself about what you're willing to give up, what you're willing to let go of, what you're willing to sacrifice in order to make your dreams happen, and also what you're not willing. If you are only willing to do half an hour a day, guess what, girl, you are going to be half an hour closer every single day, and you will be so much farther along in a very short period of time 
than if you sat there feeling guilty, feeling shamed, feeling lazy, feeling like you're a horrible human being, feeling like you're an idiot or whatever lie you're telling yourself because you're sitting there in indecision not doing anything. Indecision is just a way to keep you stuck. It's a way for the fear center of your brain to be like, we're miserable here, but we're safe. So we can stay in this kind of misery because it's an okay misery. Like we can survive at this level, but getting up and doing the things that will get you further in life feels scary. So it's just trying to keep you stuck here. All right, to do a quick recap, the first thing when it comes to embracing consistency over the summer or in any season that kind of feels like everything's been upended is to figure out what your priorities are. You get to decide them. You get to choose whether you're going to scrub every baseboard in your house or whether you're going to let them collect dust over the summer and have a good fall cleaning once, once you know, next fall. It's okay. You get to decide. But figure out what your priorities are and get really crystal clear on the things that matter and the things that don't. And to go along with that is decide what you want your consistent summer or your consistency in your life to feel like. Do you want it to feel joyful? Do you want it to feel peaceful? Start finding ways to feel those feelings. They are often the simplest things you can do. Look for things that back up the thoughts that you want to think about your consistency, about your life. Look for those things and it's going to be so much easier for you to experience them because your brain's going to actually start looking for them more. And the last thing is get real. Be a realist. Decide what you're okay with, what you're willing to sacrifice, what you're willing to experience or to let go of or not willing to experience or let go of in order to reach the consistency that you are desiring for your life. And once you hit that point, friend, a lot of things can change in your life. You're going to see a lot more growth, I think, a lot faster. All right, if you want to sit down with me and listen to a mindset chat, if you need a personalized mindset chat about anything that's going on in your life, living intentionally, just struggling with some lies that you've been believing, I would love to sit down with you. It is such a joy to offer wonder sessions. I mentioned them earlier. Um, It's a free half hour of my time. We sit on Zoom and I just listen. I listen to what's going on, and the goal is to have you walk away with one simple tip that can help you shift your life, see some changes, and start chasing wonderment. If that sounds like something that is right up your alley, if you just need a listening ear, come join me over at chasingwonderment.com forward slash wonder session, W-O-N-D-E-R-S-E-S-S-I-O-N. Friends, that is all. I am so excited that you joined me today, and I cannot wait to continue talking about our um, our theme for the summer, which is summer. It's kind of an obvious one, but. <laughs> all right. Have a great day. Have an awesome week, and whatever you do, please keep chasing wonderment. Hey there. If you really enjoyed this podcast, I was hoping you would take a second to let me know. Come follow me on Instagram at Chasing Wonderment and just send me a DM and tell me how much you enjoyed it. I so appreciate it and I would love to get to know you.